This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Laurie Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. Everybody, welcome back to the Maxlexia podcast. And for this week, uh, I guess we are all a bit in the frame of mind of back to school. So I'm hearing all kinds of incredible things in terms of procedures and protocols put in place around, well, I guess basically North America and is at least what I'm paying attention to. But I mean, incredible efforts being put in place. So I really continue to just be hopeful and praying for a very healthy and safe and seamless, smooth back to school. Um, it's quite it's quite the year. So all that being said, not going to focus on that so much at the present time. Really, I'm immersed in Educator Excellence Series. I have mentioned it before, and I probably should stop saying what I'm going to do and what I am doing because I always tend to take a, a little bit of a different tack. So I am working on the Educator Excellence Satellite Series for Maxlexia, where really in three parts, recognizing dyslexic students in your class and, and in primarily in, in math, because that's a lot of the examples I have. And that's one of the places where we don't actually have a lot of information about that. So there's a lot that I've gathered and a lot that I'm putting together for that one. So that is very exciting. The second piece being optimize, optimizing teaching approaches and certainly again related to math but all of these things can certainly cross over into different into different um, parts of the curriculum so it really is relevant to anyone teaching dyslexic students and then maximizing academic success in your dyslexic students in the classroom so that is really exciting and what I did recognize when I was doing this and doing some of the podcasting that I actually have a small one I'm going to actually call edX Lite because in a nutshell kind of getting all of the pieces out not in as much detail or or working through it as much in, in depth but certainly able to put one of those out for a nice brief little online course that might be just a nice overview for people to have an idea of some of the the content that I'm trying to put out there. So that could be really fun too. For today, we are going to delve into the the why, why, I keep getting this wrong, the why, the what, and the who of Mathlexia, and then the how part of it is what I'm going to turn into a small edX Lite online course, which I think would be really useful to a lot of people, certainly in the math classroom, but like I said, it can transfer over to other areas of curriculum. Um, for today, really looking at the why of Mathlexia. Now, what I've come to encompass in Maxlexia is the word Mathlexia because I have worked many, many years with students with dyslexia. And what I've come to realize is there are many, many similar similarities in terms of the way that they approach math and the way they take math in, in terms of math content, in terms of the understanding, in terms of the way they approach basically their intuitive math abilities, but they're still failing math. So there's a lot of layers that come into play in terms of math and dyslexia. So I just did a mashup and coined the term mathlexia, which I really like because it has, for me, positive connotations, but 
certainly it is representative of a big dyslexic piece in the math experience for many, many, many dyslexic students. So for today, we're really looking at the why of mathlexia and why I've come to this and why basically it is all of this that has brought me to create Maxlexia in terms of my signature program and the satellite series. So I'm going to let the podcast speak for itself. Here we go with the why of Mathlexia in the Maxlexia podcast. Enjoy. So anyway, this summer's moving by in a blink of an eye. It's August. Not sure how that happened. But um, we would just continue with the why, the what, the where, and the how. Wait, hang on. <laughs> we did the why. We're going to do the... No. We did the what. We're going to do the why. And then a quick little who next week, and then finishing with the how of Mathlexia. And um, I think the how is going to have the most content to it in terms of how does it show up, how does it present, how do you deal with it, you know, those kind of things. It's a little bit more concrete. This, it's kind of like when you clean out your closet, everything comes out, and you realize, wow, I have a lot of stuff. And then you start putting in piles and organizing it, and it kind of gets organized and put back away nice and neatly. And right now, I think I'm at the point where everything... <laughs> Everything of all of this is kind of out of the closet and all over the floor, and it's sort of a bit of a creative mess, but it's good. These little podcasts are helping, so they're just quick little ones. I have to say, even though summer is lovely, I love this time of year because just that little hint of different light in the sky and it's fall is coming and that back to school, I know, I sound crazy, but I love it. So for me, it's a very exciting time of year. That said, I know for some or most of my peeps, it really is a difficult time of year. They come back from their summers. I see them at this time of year and literally, um, apart from emotionally and psychologically, like they've just had this breathing room over the summer to, I don't know, no stress and no pressure and none of that worries that they go through all year long in school. And they literally come back and they look different. And it's kind of It's kind of hard to watch them because as the year wears on, I know it takes an emotional toll on them and I can actually see it in their faces. And I had one today and I I said to him, remember when you were going into grade eight and he'd come in and I started with him again in August, a little bit before the school year began. I think it's, for me, that really works well with my students. I get to sort of get our head around the school year and the math and kind of get get settled before the year actually begins. That's a great thing to do. He did come in prior to his grade eight year and I he walked in and I just said to him, yo bud, how you doing? And he literally put his head in his hands on the table and just started shaking his head back and forth. And he was just like, no, no, I, no, I just can't. And it broke my heart and it always breaks my heart at this time of year to see them because there's such dread and there's just such, you know, anxiety and there's it's just really tough for a lot of them in terms of um, the emotional toll that school takes on them. So that said, again, very excited to be back and working with these guys. So I've got some really interesting things Been doing IB programs, doing a lot of calculus. Thank goodness. Love the Cal. And having some come up just merely for like sort of coaching, counseling kind of stuff, support in terms of university. So that's really exciting. And some of my old ones that have graduated last year actually coming back merely for coaching and counseling kind of type sessions because we're just going to continue to work together even though they're not doing math anymore. So would like to just quickly address the why of Mathlexia. And I guess I have to start with, you know saying that this really is a gift that's been given to me that um, 
I guess I've been given so I can sort of figure it out, unravel it, and share it in some way that it makes a difference and changes the world with and for my peeps. I think that's really the why of Mathlexia. And, you know, life has a funny way of never taking you where you thought you're going to go, but always taking you where you're meant to be. And for me, literally, this is it. Uh, There is absolutely no question in my mind that this is where I'm meant to be. This truly is my purpose. So I am absolutely present and focused with every single student in my office for every single minute of every single session. And it really is my daily spiritual practice. And when I leave, I always feel so much better than when I came in. Now, that doesn't mean that it's always easy. There is some heavy duty, emotional, psychological, academic issues that come up time after time for my peeps and for myself. And so it really is a it really is a, just an incredible ball of energy in there that um, I'm absolutely been blessed to have been given. So really that is the why of Mathlexia. And so I guess for me the I, I don't know. I don't even know if it's a takeaway trio or it might go more than three. Let's see. Really, it is number one to move sort of from desperation to celebration. By that, I mean parents have always said when they describe their stories of the early experiences with their kids when they get a diagnosis, let's say a dyslexia diagnosis in grade three, they really do have an emotional breakdown. And what they describe it as being, you know, really feeling that their kid is never going to be able to finish school, get through school, go to university, pursue any of the dreams that they would have for their child in life. And really what I've realized working with people over the years and what they tell me is that everything works out. You're going to be okay. Your kid is going to be okay. It is a tough road. No doubt about that. These kids work extra hard. They work five times as hard as any other student. They take all these hits to their self-esteem and their self-confidence. They do build res- resilience and perseverance, which to me is, is key to how successful they are. And um, so that would be the first thing, to move that original shift from desperation to something where you can celebrate the fact that your child has some kind of different learning profile. I guess the next thing would be to motivate, motivation. So for people to be motivated by the fact that their kids are going to learn differently, their kids can share different things with, with um, their, their teachers in terms of the way they learn. It can be a real two-way street in terms of that kind of thing. So that is a huge piece that I think we miss out on and that I really try to build in my practice in terms of kids and teaching me and me learning from them. So It really is about reaching and teaching as many people as you can and motivating them to see things in a different way and in a different light. Certainly, like I said, then to um, share, uh, to share all of this and celebrate. So celebration in terms of the learning differences. And if you start to listen to some of the people who have some of the high profile people that have dyslexia and a lot of wonderful things are coming out now and they're putting out little video clips and stuff, which are just absolutely fabulous in terms of, hell yeah, I have dyslexia. And this is why, you know, this is why I've been able to do so many of these incredibly brilliant things. So, and their lives are extremely blessed by the fact that they are dyslexic. So for me, it it really is about the celebration of that. And really just as inspiration for other people who are at the start of this odyssey 
and you know to really have from the voices of my peeps to really be able to have something that can inspire people to realize that this can be not just something difficult to go through but actually something to celebrate which can actually let them go forward shine their light in the world and make a difference in the world that is truly the why of Mathlexia. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.